We continue our journey on learning to think and speak life. I want to start with a statement from Joel Olstein. He said, the bottom line is that you're going to be what you believe. The Bible says something similar in Proverbs 23, 7. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. There's another statement that I've heard from other people. It says, you are what you eat. As I have thought about those three statements, I see a pattern. The first statement involves our mind and our thinking, while the second statement involves our heart. The third involves our mouth. I believe this reveals a key to living the abundant life. What we think and believe dictates the daily choices you and I will make, either good or bad. What I believe becomes my heart or my passion. It is with our mouth that we speak and eat. This word eat is a reference to eating food, but can also imply eating or meditating on something. You have heard the phrase, what is eating at you? What we think, believe, and meditate on will direct our daily life. As a physician assistant, I see people every day who are literally thinking and eating themselves sick. People who have broken hearts, are stressed out, and are fearful. People are thinking and eating themselves into diabetes, obesity, heart disease, Alzheimer's, and a host of other diseases. Why? I believe it's because we have believed lies from the enemy whose sole purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Our choices in food are directly related to our thoughts or our mindset. Stress and our poor diet increases inflammation in our bodies, leading to a suppressed immune system and eventually disease. Did you know obesity is an inflammatory condition and that more than 87% of our illnesses are stress-related? Jesus came to give life. He said that he is the bread of life and that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Our part, we are told in Scripture, is to believe. In the book of John, we are told Jesus is the Word made flesh. Jesus said, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life. So in essence, the Lord is saying to eat my Word or meditate on my Word and believe that my blood is a perfect sacrifice for your sins. Believe you are forgiven and safe in me. Believe in my promise of abundant life. In chapter 1, God tells Joshua to meditate on the book of the law day and night and to do what it says. By doing so, he would prosper and be successful. Today, as a New Testament believer, we are not under the law of Moses, but under grace. And Jesus gave us a new command. John thirteen thirty four says, A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Simply put, we are to love God, love ourselves, and love others. We can't truly love others until we love ourselves, and we can't love God until we understand His love for us. We are to meditate on His love for us, and through His love for us, love ourselves and others. God gave us dominion over the earth. He said, 
I set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's Deuteronomy 30, 19. Unfortunately, so many of us are choosing death, not life. Many of the problems we face in this world are because many have chosen death over love, chosen to benefit ourselves instead of living our lives to benefit others. God created us to be world changers, to love others as he has loved us. He is waiting for us to arise and take our place as sons and daughters of the Most High God. God created you and me for greatness, not for our glory, but His. When you and I are blessed, it makes Him smile. He wants us to prosper so we can be a blessing to others. Living the abundant life starts with what we believe, think, and speak. What we believe is how we think, and what we think comes out of our mouth and reveals our heart. You can learn a lot about a person's heart by what comes out of their mouths. In Joel Olstein's book, Think Life, Live Better, he said, Some people have thought themselves depressed. The good news is that just as you can think yourself depressed and fearful and negative, you can think yourself happy. You can think yourself peaceful. You can think yourself into a better mood. I will add that we can think and speak ourselves healthy. The key to a successful, prosperous, healthy life starts with changing our mindsets or changing what we believe. In Genesis chapter 1, we are told that God created us in His image to rule over the earth. He told us to be fruitful, to increase in number, to fill the earth and subdue it. Let's look at, at the word subdue. Subdue means to overcome quiet or bring under control. It also means to conquer and bring into subjection, to bring under control, especially by the exertion of the will. This is exactly what we must do to our thoughts. We must subdue them. We can choose our thoughts and by doing so change our life. Joel Osteen compared the brain to a computer. If Our computer has the wrong software. It does not function properly. God has given us the right software. We have been programmed to live an abundant, victorious, faith-filled life. Joel states that we don't experience this abundant life because we allow viruses to contaminate our software. Viruses are thoughts like, I'll never be successful. I can never lose weight. Infect our software and lead us to go around with low self-esteem and negative thoughts. We must hit the delete button on the negative, discouraging thoughts. The truth is that thoughts lie, and we do not have to believe everything that pops in our head. Dr. Daniel Amen has also discovered the power of right believing and developed what he calls ant therapy. Ants is a mnemonic for automatic negative thoughts. He compared our thoughts to ants that affect our brain. He states that we must recognize the ants and kill them. How do we recognize these ants or viruses? Negative or condemning thoughts don't come from God. 
Romans 8 says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. God's thoughts towards you are good. Dr. Amon states that we must recognize these ants and talk back to them, much like Jesus did in the wilderness when the devil came to tempt him. For instance, your ant or virus may be, I am worthless. Turn this statement around and say, I have been fearfully and wonderfully made, and I have been created in the image of God. You truly can choose your thoughts and words, and we can speak over ourselves. You can speak and think life, or you can speak and think death. We must dig into the word to understand who we are, who God is as Father, and who we are in Christ to recognize the schemes of the enemy. It is so important what we are thinking and what we believe. I want to share with you that God can speak to us in so many ways. Listen for his voice today. He can speak to you through another person with an encouraging word. He can speak to you through a Christian song, a secular song, a secular movie. There are no boundaries into how he can speak uh, to you, uh, speak words of encouragement and love. But we must turn our mind towards things above. You must make a decision to turn your mind to him and begin to believe him over the lies of the enemy. Believe that he loves you and is for you. Believe that he has created you with a purpose and a plan and that he will never leave you or forsake you. I encourage you today to to look at your thoughts. What are you thinking about? Are your thoughts very negative? Are your thoughts downcast? Choose today to turn those thoughts around and see that by doing so, that you will change your life. You may even change your body. But I know that you will live a more happy, prosperous life. Thank you for joining me this morning. We will continue um, our next uh, podcast uh, with continuing working on our thoughts and and um, who we are. And the next topic will be a happy heart, joyful mind. Have a blessed day.